Hey, shout out. Uh, watch for win this weekend, but we want to, we will definitely gonna get into that. But first off, you know, we kind of want to just chill out and maybe even have a moment of silence. Can we cut the music? Um, for LaBelle Davis Jr., Devin Chandler, and Deshaun Perry, uh, University of Virginia football players that was gunned down uh, from a shooting on the campus. Um, let's have a moment of silence for those guys, man. All right, let's go. Beat the shit out of Philly. Time to get ignorant. Next. Let's go. Hey yo, hey yo, hey yo, hey yo. What is good? What is cracking, everybody? Welcome to the show. It is November 15th. Damn, here we go, Red. November 15th. It's Victory Tuesday, Terry Tuesday, whatever you want to call it. And to help bring in the post game commentary on what we're calling Sly and his big family stones on episode 162 for Command This, we're bringing in our guy, Terrence Perry, aka Mean Green 1985. Boo! Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. Yes, come on, give me more. And for those in the audio crowd, I'm your boy Steve. That was Dev on the intro. We got Phil up here, and we're joined by yes, sir. Uh, uh, Terrence, our boy, Mean Green. So, thank you for tuning, in, everyone. Let's let's let's, let's kick this joint off. So, um, Mean Green, how you feeling, man? Um, uh, pretty much like hell. Um. You know, that was a pretty bad victory, a pretty bad loss. I'm sorry. We don't win anymore because you all beat us. And in gratitude of being, you know, the first team to beat us, I thought I'd bring out the championship belt for you all. You know, congratulations for the last the great WWE championship <laughs> belt right there. The the undisputed gold, uh, the, title. Is that the, gold, yes. the Goldberg belt, man? Yes. No, this that's, is the undisputed. That's the, that's the JBL belt. Yes, wow. yes. The Brock Lesnar belt. As, as Phil said, the the last, the latest and greatest belt the WWE ever had. Yup. But um, no, that was a that was an awesome victory from you all um, last night. It was well planned out. The game plan was to the T. When we played Houston last Thursday, everybody pretty much saw like, oh. The Eagles can't stop the run. So, okay, all right. We've got some good running back, so we're going to go ahead and uh, we're, we're going to implement that into our game plan. Yep. Penalties, turnovers, man, l- listen, listen. We, we're going to get into it. I got some notes. Oh, yes. <laughs> the notes will be flowing tonight for sure. There are notes to be You are to brave, be Mean Green. You are brave. He's a good hey man, listen. Ride or die, fly, Eagles fly to the day I die, man. Listen, I'm a bleed green. I've, I've been wearing this outfit all day, the hat and the hoodie, you know, um, sitting in the meetings all day. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, six and a half hours today, man. But, um, you know, it was, it was definitely a good, um, game to watch, first and foremost. I enjoyed it from beginning to the end. It had some high notes. Um, and then definitely they definitely had their high notes. Um, you can't win a game when you allow the opposing team to convert 12 
of 21 third downs. That yeah. was the first time we allowed so many third downs be converted since 1992. 211 passing yards allowed. Kind of crazy. Terry went off, and Slade looked like he had no answer for it. But the thing about it is the play action worked. When you run the ball consistently, the play action is going to work. Yeah. Say it louder for our fans in the back. Oh, when the when, when you run the ball effectively, oh, the play action works. When hey, what's going Jesus on, Mr. Titan? Thank you for joining. Hey, all our Titans fans. Go ahead, Mr. Titan. That's our boy. Um, Kicking it over on, a, on the Titans Network. He said, thank you so much, F them birds. Did you guys beat the Titans? Hey, man, we can't let a team Listen. that has a fictional superhero as their number one athlete, Rocky. Fictional. Listen, listen, listen. I honestly thought that our first loss was going to come against the Titans because when we lost Jordan and Davis, we all, I on the back of his like, we can't stop the run. We're not going to be able to stop the run. And this big boy Derrick Henry gonna come through and just to go yeah. right through our line, like knife goes through butter. So I honestly thought, like, okay, Titans are gonna beat us because we don't even play the Giants until after we play the Titans. So because we played the Giants first, I probably would have said, yeah, the Giants would probably get us a first law because Saquon, he Saquon looking for that contract, so he's yeah. willing to destroy any and everybody right now. So we got to clean it up. And um, we just move on from here. It was good that we got this loss early. And quite honestly, I know a lot of people have been saying like, oh, I can't believe y'all lost to, to the commanders and everything. I'd rather lose to a division rival than to lose to somebody else outside of the division because the division rivals, they get they get tape before anyone else does. So yeah. y'all already had game plan tape already. As soon as we lost, as soon as we beat um Houston – I'm pretty sure um, Ron Rivera was like, okay, let me go into the library real quick and pull out that tape. Okay, cool. Game plan, ready, set, match. And that's exactly what happened. Right. Taylor Heineke gave up. He 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 commanded a phenomenal game last night. I'm I, hands hands off to him. Um hats off to him. Um he just he just went out there and he commanded the field. He, he did a great job handing that ball off. Yeah. He made sure he made sure that. Jalen Hurts did not get any time on yeah, the field right? because our problem is we want to sit there and we want to attack early, but they were like, okay, y'all want to attack early? Fine. We're going to go ahead and we're going to kill the clock. And speaking of clock, 40 minutes and 24 seconds for the Washington Commanders to our 19 and 36 seconds for the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. That is not going to win you football games. For That's us, not Yes, for you all, but not for us. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get into the recap here real quick. First off, thank you for joining Mr. Titan, Marcus, Jason Horn from Facebook, Jimmy Lee Patterson from YouTube, Jesse Cobble from Facebook. Thank you for joining. Uh, Jimmy says, 8-0, isn't, isn't that have a watermark? Eagles are overrated. Jimmy. Jimmy's starting already, man. Jason Horn said, no no call face mask on the commanders. Mr. Titan says, AJ Brown's going to go off on us. LOL. And our boy Chris McDaniel says, Heineke. <laughs> All right, let's get into the recap here real quick. So I'm just going to browse through the, the summary of what I have for, for notes for the game. Um, you know, when we when we do this, and Terrence talking about the same thing. I, while, I, while I was watching the game, I was taking notes on the game. So this is kind of a summary of a recap of, of how I thought the weight game went down. You know, starting off in the first quarter, uh, once again, Taylor – his lack of arm strength show. There was a play where Curtis Samuel had uh, his receiver beat, but it gets underthrown. Uh, and of course it was a no call, which we later saw was a call against us. 
inverse of the play. We'll, we'll not talk about that. Um, Jay, uh, Charles Leno gets beat around the corner uh, by, I think it was Sweat, and then it's a strip sack on Taylor early in the first. Um, we get the ball back eventually, and Taylor Heineke converts some really, really good passes uh, to um, Terry McLaurin. And um, then eventually Antonio Gibson punches it in. It's the first touchdown in the first quarter since, since uh, I think, since week one for us. We've kind of been a second-half team. We have not scored on our opening drive. Yeah, isn't that crazy? At all the season until Very, that. very, very crazy. On the Eagles' next drive, uh, there was a Brandon St. Juice defensive pass interference, and that's the play that I said that, you know, when Curtis Samuel had that ball on the throw, we didn't get the call, but it seemed like the same exact play. But, you know, BSJ got hit with the DPI, uh, but he didn't impede his path. Uh, that's okay. Uh, Jalen Hurts uh, faked the draw down on the goal line, and then he ends up tossing a little touchdown pass over the middle to Dallas Goddard. And the infamous Tim Tebow play. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Mahomes is starting to do that now, too. So does – I don't know if Josh Allen. I think Mahomes does it a lot. And at Mahomes this point, does it for sure. At this point, we had 15 rushes and five passes towards the end of the first. That was our balance, as you were talking just a second ago, uh, Terrence. And then second quarter – uh, there was another play where Taylor uh, Taylor could have hit uh, Terry in stride over crossing route through a duck over the middle. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was a penalty. Uh, then Josh Sweat went down for a left knee. Uh, Lo- Logan hit him with that low uh, crack block, which is funny because that's that's kind of how Logan Thomas got his ACL torn by one of those low blocks. But it was within the rules. It was legal. It was tough. I don't want to be on the other end of that. But um, Taylor converted a couple good third downs to uh, Terry McLaurin. Um, D Rob gets stuffed on third and one. And what does Ron Rivera do? He goes for it twice on fourth and one. Uh, we had to delay a game. Terry uh, Taylor couldn't get uh, Curtis Samuel in motion. Scott Turner's getting pissed off in the booth. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, and I don't, I don't know why Ron Rivera didn't call a timeout there, especially when it was going down towards the half, but um, 49 yard field goal by Joey Sly. At that point it's 14 to 10. Um, and then the next possession, Derek Forrest gets a big interception, uh, big return, big, big return. But he was ended up being down by contact, if you guys remember that. Uh, later in the second quarter, uh, Taylor hits Curtis a couple times over the middle for a third down uh, conversion of 23 yards. And then later he recovered that awful, awful bad snap from Tyler Larson over his head where he jumps, runs away, and eventually able to just throw it out of bounds, saves a play. Um Ron goes for it again on fourth and one, and Curtis Samuel gets the first down uh, on his motion uh, across across the field runs. <clears throat> then we're at the two-minute warning, uh, and then Brian Robinson carries the entire pile 10 yards down to the three, and then eventually punches it in with extra effort from Cosme. Dev, Cosme did something good. Pushed B-Rob across the line, so that capped off a 16-play, 86-yard drive. Of seven Cosby minutes. does a lot of good. It's amazing. How much better the offensive line looked with him back in the lineup. Yep. And then the Eagles, the next series, this is where they couldn't capitalize. They just go three and out. If we get the ball back, I think it was like 40 seconds. No, we got over a minute. It was three plays, five yards, and 33 seconds. That's crazy. Uh, I got notes. (laughs) Antonio Gibson did twist his ankle that drive. Uh, We did burn a timeout. Um, No one can get out of bounds. 25 seconds left. Uh, Deami Brown catches a huge – What is? I don't even – I think it was his first catch all year. I don't even know. No, it's Um, his first catch since Heineke took over at quarterback. There you go. Um, And then then Joey Sly, big stone Sly, mm -hmm. 58-yard field goal. One that. yard short of tying the franchise record right there. In franchise record 59. In the membrane. Oh, oh. Now, 
quick, quick guy, a quick shot for those who weren't paying attention in the chat last night. Who holds the record for the longest field goal? Yes, Graham Goodell. It would be this guy right here. Got it right, Graham Goodell. Florida State. Yeah. All right, going into third quarter. Um, AJ Brown just couldn't get it going. Kendall Fuller broke up a pass on uh, against against AJ Brown. Good ball, good thrown. Uh, Kendall Fuller broke on and got it. Um, we converted some more thirds down. There was one point in the third quarter we were ten for thirteen on third downs, and we had basically third and three, two, one to go every time. It was it was great, and then. Um, eventually Taylor threw a beautiful pass to Terry McLaurin for 42 yards. He beat, he beat Slay fair and squares, beautiful pass. Um, and also at this point in the end of the third quarter, we had 38 rushing attempts. Philly had only ran 22 plays at that point. We had 38 runs and they had only run 22 total plays. Um, and then when Taylor ended up getting sacked, um, set up for a 30, 32 yard field goal, 23, 14 Washington at this point. And here's a summary of the drives, 13 plays, 75 yards, 721, 12 plays, 49 yards, 630, 16 plays, 86 yards, 704, 14 plays, 66 yards, eight minutes, 23 seconds, a total of 29 minutes, 18 seconds near the end of the third. That's that's crazy, crazy, crazy. And capping it off fourth quarter, uh, Hertz converted a big third down pass to Quez, uh, 15. Um, um, and then eventually ends up being 23-21 Washington. I think uh, I forget who scored that touchdown um, on that drive, but it's 23-21 Washington. I'm sorry, Devontae Smith, 11-yard touchdown pass. Yeah, um, I was just about to pull that up. Yeah, <laughs> and then there was a – Personal foul later in that quarter on, I think it was uh, some one of our guys running out of bounds. Uh, they, it's just, I think it was Gardner hit him. It was Heineke, I think it was running out of bounds. I forget who, or, or Curtis Samuel or someone. No, it was Curtis Samuel. It was Curtis Samuel and um, CJ Gardner. Um, yeah, CJ Gardner. Yeah. It was a legal hit. I'm yeah. sorry. When they did the replay, I think it, it looked. <laughs> replay, it looked I don't like, know. It looked like could, you could call helmet to helmet on one uh, on that too, but yeah, you could have called helmet to helmet on that one. But they called it was a late hit. But yeah, they I caught mean, a late hit. Was definitely not a late hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah was, I thought was, it's one of those. If they didn't call one, they would have called the other. In my opinion. Yeah, and then that later on that uh, in the earlier in the fourth that was the um, I thought Dallas Goddard catch. Jamin Davis face mask pull to the ground and fumble. That ball was going to get fumbled either way. I don't think he had to pull the face mask, but personal fouls are not reviewable. The turnover was confirmed. That's a tough break for the Eagles, but they they, they lost that ball. Uh, the next, and then we end up getting a 15 yard field goal, 55 yard field goal. So 26 21 Washington. The next drive, Jalen Hurts connect with Quez Watkins on a bomb. He had. I want to say it was BSJ. Brandon said she was beat by 10 yards, maybe. <laughs> then he stumbles. And then Brandon St. Juice doesn't quit, gets up. Benjamin St. Juice. behind, recovered Not by Derek. Brandon. Benjamin. I said Brandon. I'm sorry. Benjamin St. Juice, BSJ. BSJ. Um, Benjamin. And then, um, <clears throat> excuse me. There was a play where we almost got a first down. Uh, Jahan Dotson was called on a uh, offensive pass interference on that pick, which probably wasn't. It was just a you know shitty call as well. But um, three minutes left. That was a sack by Montez Sweat on third down against Hertz. It's a huge, huge third down stand. Um, and then we ended up getting the ball back with just under two minutes. 
And then that was basically the game. Of course, we had the Taylor Heineke. I'm taking the knee. Brandon Graham tried to let up, still made contact with the upper body. I guess by the book, that's that's a that's a penalty. Taylor sold it pretty good too, uh, and that kind of sealed the deal. Um, but before that drive, they had three minutes left. They had three minutes left to put something together, and then uh, Montez Sweat ended up killing that drive, and, and they had to punt it. And then that lateral play, I don't really count that last score, but, you know, hey, ended up being 32-21, final score. That's the game recap. So let's go back to drive number eight for <laughs> Philadelphia. Um, that was pretty much the game. It was and not 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 saying that the fumble was the game because actually it was when you look at it. But let me elaborate on why I say that was pretty much how the game was. That game was a oh type of moment. It was like the game for us was it was a joyful moment. Then all of a sudden it was disappointment. I mean, you 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 ran down all the drives. I mean, for Philadelphia. Touchdown, touchdown, interception, punt, punt, touchdown, fumble, fumble, punt. And then, like you said, I'm not going to count the last game because you start doing that Harlem Glow Charter stuff. Nine times out of ten, it's either going to be game over or somebody's going to pick up the ball and they're going to score like they were when they were down that far. But um, Quez Watkins being open like that and then just fumbling, you have to protect the ball. Yeah. You have, regardless if you think no one's around you, you have to think that someone is around you because you never know what's going to happen. You know, Natters talks about um, maybe they should treat the get, maybe they should treat that like the college rule. When you go down, you go down. I honestly hate that rule. If you're not touched, keep going, keep running. Right. You know, but um, I, I'm, I'm just like, it, it is what it is. That was the entire Plus, game. Was- Plus, college put that rule in for safety reasons, not to save dumbasses. You know what I mean? Just to be <laughs> honest, it, that's just a dumbass thing. Why would you ever not guard the ball? You got a jumbotron up there. He knew somebody was coming. That's why he got the fuck up and took off run. He knew people exactly. were coming. He looked up and seen exactly. nobody was around. He had time to run. But uh, by the way, what was it? What's the guy's name? Uh, smacked it out. Uh, the the backup third. Derek Forrest. No, nah, he didn't smack it out. Of course, picked it up. A defensive oh, tackle. Juice, juice hit him. No, nah, no, nah, it was another dude that hit him, man. You got to play, Steve? No, it was a defensive juice. tackle that Saint smacked juice it out of his fumble. Okay, all right, man. I was wrong then. My bad. But either way, that's a play of the game. Juice got Juice got squeezed a couple of times, man. If you watch the game, he got he got beat, and it seemed like he must get bailed out. You know, like I think uh, your boy came over the top and picked him off one time. He was beat. Uh, Forrest came over the top and picked the ball off. He was beat. I mean, you know, I like I like Jukes, man. But like it seemed like once or twice a game, he's gonna yep. get toasted up. St. Juice is not a guy who he doesn't play well against speed receivers. Yeah. He's a guy who play. He, he, if he doesn't get a jam on you, if he doesn't get a solid jam on you, you can beat him. He doesn't have. He's got recovery speed, but he, he's not going to run step for step with a burner. And Quiz Watkins is a burner. So here's the here's the, play, here's the playing question that you're talking about. Look, look what it was though. It's first and twenty at that. Yeah. Why? Nice relief nearby. dang, bro! You you got you got to protect you've got to protect that ball regardless. Yo, you know that you definitely know that. Look at that. Props to St. Juice. He did not give up on this play at all. 
It's like you know that two guys are around you. You've got to protect that ball. Yeah. Because you just beat two guys. So they're the closest ones around you. So someone is in the vicinity. You got to protect that ball. ball. Man, I'm telling you, he looks straight up at that camera. Watch when he falls down. He's already looking up. You know, I mean, I don't (laughs) – Yeah. It's, cr- yep. it's crazy, man. Is it no some of these comments? Aaron says, Salty, man, we had some bad calls too. We gave it to the yeah. Eagles. I told you Steve had a feeling. Aaron did say he had a feeling. I said, I don't know what that feeling is. I don't I have that feeling. I told y'all. It's not, I'm not Josh scared says, of feeling. I told Cobble, y'all. Cobble says, hashtag juice. Jimmy says, we've been there. Yep, we sure have. And just, we were there last week when we got a guy jump on the center, jump on the long snapper's head, man, and cost us a drop. Yeah. I mean, we were there, man. <laughs> I mean, that – that that's that's crazy stuff. It sure is, man. It, it I don't know. Yeah, it, it was um it was it was it wasn't our night. And I you know, a lot of people get sit there and say, Oh, you know, you didn't I honestly had that feeling going into that game, you know. I was just like, mm, something about this game doesn't feel right because they have a running game. Y'all have a yeah. running game, and we can't stop the run. It, when it's we lost like a our our fans don't think we have a running game because they th- here's the thing, it's because Ryan Robinson doesn't have a, a gaudy yards per carry. Mm-hmm. But I keep trying to tell people we made a living the entire Gibbs era off of three yards in a cloud of dust, opening up everything else in the offense. And despite the fact that people you see highlights of other teams, but that mentality still can work in the modern NFL. Yeah, you're not lining up in power eye and just slamming dives up the middle all day long, but you can still run the ball in a real grinded-out physical style. That wears down a defense, and that makes them just that half-step slower that opens up stuff in the passing game. It opens up play action. these These are the things, and I've been screaming from the mountaintops for weeks for us to do this. And I said this. I said this on Twitter. I said, if you all saw how the I think it was the Falcons beat the Panthers, they ran forty-seven times to no. So the Panthers beat the Falcons. They ran forty-seven times and only threw seventeen passes. I said that's how you're going to beat Philly. And everyone's like, Philly ain't the Falcons. No, but that's how you win games when you when you have a limited quarterback. They have who did, who did, who did the Panthers have? PJ Walker, who is. Basically, backup, the backup, the backup. Black Heineke. Yeah, they're both XFL guys. Yeah, they they're in the league. So you got. I think I think Heineke's Black Heineke. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Hey, shout out to my boy Owen Meehan. Owen Meehan. All that on the plane. Mean Green, Owen Meehan is an old friend of mine. We go back. We served together in the military. He is a diehard Eagles fan. I will tell you a story real quick. We were in Iraq in 2006-2007 on a 15-month tour. We had a bet. The loser had to play. I was a Redskins fan. He was an Eagles fan. The loser had to go into the dining facility in the middle of Iraq, Baghdad, stand on the table, and sing the other team's fight song. And, of course, in 2006, <laughs> we, we lost. So I had to had the damn Eagles fight song in my hand. I read it. I still mess it up. I misspelled Eagles at the end and E-A-G. I, I totally messed it up, but that's oh, a good memory. I had. And he, he filmed it, sent it back to the local news back in Philadelphia. And it was all over the news. I mean, that that's one. First memory off, how are you, how are you in the military and can't spell Eagles? That's like the, the, uh, that's I was so uh, embarrassed and nervous to be up there. I mean, there's a lot of people in the dining and I'm just, well, he's, he's, he doesn't want screen. to sing that. Yeah. That was the and problem. The Eagles fans, that's you the only tell, thing they can You tell you ain't black because when you black, your parents make you stand up and sing in front of everybody. You, can't just go <laughs> you don't have a choice. Like, uh, come on here, boys. Think deep and wide. 
sometimes a loss helps refocus a team, and it does. That means we should be refocused a lot. But for the and, and I like. And I like what Marcus said right there because that's how I look at this loss. I, I honestly say, hey, you know what? You went eight and zero. Now you lost. You got now you're eight and one. Now it's time to refocus. You know, Jalen Hurts. He continues to keep talking about the standard, and now you continue to keep going to standard. But now you've got to raise the bar on that standard. One thing I can also say is like, yeah, he threw that pick, but that wasn't actually his fault. It just got taken away from AJ yeah. Brown. It was a great play. Yeah. When you look. When, when you look at what Jalen Hurst did last night, Jalen Hurst actually did a great job on, you know, yeah, still yeah, trying yeah, to yeah, get yeah. that team going and everything. Again, turnovers and um, penalties killed, killed this team yesterday, last night. I'll, That's what I'll, happened. I'll, I'll, say no, this. I'll say this. No I think, in, ter- before, I think in terms of landing pinpoint passes, um, I felt Hurts did a better job last night than he did against us in the first game. I felt in the first game, <laughs> I'll explain why. I'll explain why. No, no go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the first game, I felt that he was, you know, he was kind of just tossing it up. Receivers were open. But even when receivers weren't open, they were mm-hmm. receivers making fantastic catches. You know, they were turning 50-50 balls and well, 25 balls in their favor, right? I felt that he did a better job getting the ball, uh, you know, hitting receivers in stride, things like that very easily. Better in this game overall than he did in that previous in that previous meeting that previous meeting i felt that outside of the second quarter um i was like man this guy's not that accurate i mean guys are making catches but they're having to work for some of these catches where you know unnecessarily whereas i felt that he didn't have as much of that in this game where receivers were having to work to make the catches yep Jesse Caldwell says, uh, being physical, they beat them boys up. Andre Shorter from YouTube, thank you for joining us, man. We appreciate it. Uh, let's get into the next segment here, just called our Overreaction Monday. And, Dev, we haven't heard from you. Let's let's go into this Overreaction Monday. Regardless of what happens, win, lose, or draw, what's your overreaction based off what we saw on Monday night? Actually, this is Overreaction Tuesday on Monday. Overreaction Monday on Tuesday. There you go. Uh, um, the Honda Keys the shit. But uh, I, I, I felt like I felt like if if Wentz would have played, Wentz would have 400 yards on these guys, dog. Because there's a couple like the pass up the sideline to McGorn. If he had an arm, that's a touchdown. The pass up the sideline to Sam to uh to Samuels at the first throw of the game, and he was he that was completely underthrown. He had to come back. Yep. For that, the pick you know danger like, was like that. That guy was gone up the sideline. The, you know, the, and that's, the, the, the pass that intercepted. McLaurin broke free behind him. He had to slow down and turn around and come get the ball. You know, and, and so I, that's a couple things I've seen that went probably would have been more successful, but I'm going to give it to Heineke, man. That's something. That that guy has something, man. It, it, you can't really quantify it with stats. But that's called Moxie. There, man. It's called you Moxie. definitely can't yeah, qualify, Moxie, quantify it with stats Moxie, or arms. The, the Moxie Mamba strikes again, man. By the way, I agree with uh, with. With with Phil, um, I think this game hurts. Hurts did everything he could in the game. They let him down, man. <laughs> you know, they, in, the, in the interception was a hell of a play. Uh, I, I think I think I think uh, you know the turnovers put him down by his teammates. It happens. You know, I I think Philly's still a better team than us, even though we beat them. I think that we are a matchup problem, Philly, in the same way we were a matchup problem two years ago for Pittsburgh. Like, you go into the game, you can kind of tell. Like, man, Washington, if they if they get the shit together, they will be hard to beat because they're going to run the ball and they're going to play sound defense. 
And and anytime a team can do those two things, you're in the game. So if you compound that with a team making four uncharacteristic, they had three turnovers all year, bro. You know, they had three turnovers all year. They had four, not one, not two, not three, four turnovers. No, just three. Just three. They, want, they only had they had four. But either way. Yeah. Mike, <laughs> Mike in, and now they left with six. Mike Rivera is the only coach in NFL huh. history to defeat the last undefeated teams, and both teams were in Pennsylvania. Ain't that something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, on Monday Night Football at that. Yep. Man. Owen said uh, Washington <laughs> line punched us in the mouth, and we had no response. I think no, Jimmy, Kemsky, Jimmy Kemsky mentioned that, if you remember, Phil, as one of his – excuse me, Devin, as one of his keys to the game was our offensive line um, and defensive line, for that matter, because it's been night and day since the first matchup. Um, Andre says, a lot of fans seem to be giving Heineke all the credit and none to the running game or the defense. <clears throat> That's what we call the hive. The hive is loud. And I hate this because whenever we lose, they won't. It, it's it's Scott Turner's fault. It's the offensive line's fault. And, and look, Heineke is a flawed quarterback. I came to this. Con- I, I came to this conclusion. I th- and I'm gonna. This is this is how I'm gonna believe going forward until Taylor proves me wrong. Either way, Carson Wentz is better as a professional NFL quarterback than Taylor Heineke. I think that is indisputable. He just can't stay healthy. But (laughs) I think that Taylor Heineke is a better quarterback for Scott Turner to manage because his limitations force Scott Turner to call a more diverse game. I think that Scott Turner knows he can't throw the ball 50 times a game like he wants to with Wentz. He gets a he he wants to throw the ball. All right, he loves Scott. I'm I'm getting all blurry here because I'm I'm blowing people away by saying Taylor Heineke is better at something. I thought it, I thought it was a Mary Jane. I'm sorry, <laughs> no, not you. That was, that was my camera. But Taylor Heineke forces Scott Turner to be more diverse in how he calls the game and not lean on the quarterback to win the game for you. All right, you can't lean on Taylor Heineke to carry you for sixty minutes. No, you can lean on him in moments. The last five minutes of the game. Last five minutes of the game, maybe. <laughs> but you don't lean on him for sixty minutes, and I think that Scott Turner knows that, so he calls a completely different game. And because yeah. he calls a completely different game, he calls a better game. Now he's not. I'm. I'm not. Scott Turner still has his flaws as a play caller, but he's a better play caller with Taylor because he doesn't lean on the quarterback as much, and I think. That this helps us moving forward. Yeah, so give Robert give Barry in the press conference today. He wouldn't. He wouldn't tip his hand, but he basically said it. It's Heineke going forward until Heineke blows his opportunity. He has. A, he has a short leash. He has a one game leash. The first bad game he has. No nah, man, he's going. He's playing Houston and Atlanta. Man, depends. I, I, think, I think Atlanta. Bad, by the way, I think Atlanta's if, a trap game. If, I think if Heineke has game. a bad game and we win. Heineke's still gonna be quarterback. If Heineke has a right. bad game and we lose, he had a bad game with one yesterday. Honestly, he had a bad game I mean, yesterday. He had, he had a very he had a very middling. He did Heineke did everything he could to lose that game, bro. Like like the interception you didn't have to throw one because the dude was wide up in the middle of the field. You know, just like 
Crack the fumble, which really, I guess you can't. That's not that's that else's fault. I mean, it was a Dev. You're looking at the stats, you're right. It was a standard Taylor Heineke game, right? It was just a basic game. 111 yards, 7.3, zero touchdowns, one interception, three sacks. Yeah, y'all tell me, Wentz could have done that. Y'all think Wentz could have done that? He wouldn't have gotten the benefit of the run game. He would not have gotten the benefit of a running attack because he would have had to pass the ball. Taylor did. So no, what Scott was like, is, "Ooh, my strong arm quarterback's back there. He can throw the ball deep. I'm going to throw the ball 45 times instead of running it 45 times." Yeah. Well, I'm saying if Scott had been, I agree with Bill. If Scott had been, if Scott had used the same game plan with Wentz, I think we would have had 40 some points. Oh yeah. Like, if, granted, granted, you know that Philly wouldn't have played it the same, but I'm just saying. That because some of those passes through, like the one down the right side line to uh, McLaurin, wide open, and the one up the side line, left side to Samuel was wide open. Like there's he he had to literally slow down and stop to catch the ball, man. That that shit's got to stop, man. And I like like I said, I'm for Taylor, man. But man, when you need if you need somebody to go 50 deep, then you're gonna have a problem. Somebody yeah. got to make a play for Taylor, man. He's not gonna make the play for the receiver. And so, Mean Green, he's, he's, Green, so so now that you're on this show, give give us your overreaction Monday from your point point of view, from your perspective, from your team. What what is a blatant overreaction? The Eagles are the, the Eagles are not going to win a division. Ooh, that's tough. Unless they clean up their run defense, yeah. Because when you look at the remaining teams, <clears throat> let me break it down. You've got the Colts. Jonathan Taylor. You've got Derrick Henry. You've got Saquon Barkley twice. Runners. You you've got um you got Aaron Jones with Green Bay. Let's 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 take let's take it there real quick. When you look at the teams that weren't supposed to win this weekend, what did they all do? They ran the ball. Yeah. Tom Brady ran the ball with his team. Aaron Rodgers ran the ball with his team. They won. Washington ran the ball effectively and won the game. Let, real quick, let's let's run it down because you brought up something earlier, um, Steve, um, when you were running down the stats. All of their, all of their rushing yards, they were averaging, like you said, like three yards a pop. They finished the game with 152 yards on 49 attempts. 49 attempts on 152 yards. The way that they were running the ball, you would have thought that they would have ran over 200 yards. Yeah. It's well, like, yeah. it's to, to me, to me, it's like the, the receiving yards and the rushing yards were kind of flip-flop. But the reason why the receiving yards were so much is because when you're bringing those guys up to the line because you think they're going to run and you, you're hitting them with the play action, those guys are wide open. Terry. Out Philly, Philly. He does that. That's, the, that's what they're known for. That's what they do. They set you up with those quick screens and those quick handoffs, and then all of a sudden, dude got down deep over the middle. Terry Terry had a phenomenal game, hands down. He had every right to sit there, be hyped up, be excited, get in everybody's face and everything because he – I'm sorry, but he destroyed Slay. Slay was nowhere to be found last night. He was nowhere. I'll tell you, I got a question um, for you, Green Green. What's up? What is the thing that – since we're at weekend – what mm-hmm. is the thing about your team that you know now that you did not know week one? Um, honestly, honestly, everything that they performed last night was everything that I knew about that team. They have a they have a terrible run defense. 
the only it did it just got worse when Jordan Davis got out. Yeah. Um, we know that they're not a second half team, and they proved it last night because they've never been in that situation where they had to come back. First time this season where they had to lead. Well, I mean, where they lost the lead, they didn't lead into this um second half and they had to play catch up. And then when they started to come back, they started making even more mistakes. It's like you're you're trying to get back into the game, but you're making mistakes. And y'all said it. Jalen Hurts did everything he had to do in order to win that game. Yeah. His teammates didn't help him out. His teammates did not help him out at all. And I mean, you got to clean that stuff up. When your quarterback is out there, you know, putting the, the game on his back, you got to be able to be there for him. And yep. they just were not there for him. And um, I'm happy that at the end of the game, you know, Nick Sergati, he he didn't blame one of the referees. He he basically told everyone in the press conference, like, no, we lost this game together. We won. The, we, we went 8-0 together. We lost this game together. And we will continue to move forward together. And that's how you have to do it. You got to pick yourself up and you got to keep on moving forward because it's not like you lost a playoff game. Yeah. It's a regular season game. You lost one game. You got to keep moving forward the and go celebration forward. in our locker and we won the Super Bowl, but that was kind of funny. Oh, Although Nick, Sir- now- Nick Sirianni did take a shot at Art Monk pregame. He said, I'll no, take he took a shot at Art, Art Monk, Monk after the last game. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's what it he was. He said Mike Quick was a greater receiver than yeah. Art Monk. All and, right. Gary started off his his press conference with, "I'd like to thank Art Monk. Who said it? You've been a great mentor to me, Greg uh, Sirianni." Say the coach. I think it was just, it was just a shot because Mike Quick is he does the play by play for uh, Eagles broadcasts. That's why he's he's beloved up there. Uh, we'll get so, to a few will, comments, then we'll get to Phil here real quick. Marcus says Taylor Heineke's a poor man's poor star. Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, Aaron says Nah, Heineke staying. You got a better hairline. Uh, ben Harlow, thanks for joining from Facebook. Said Scott Turner did a good job as the motions and different looks. This is what Phil was talking about. You, you need to keep this up. Even with Wentz, when Wentz comes back, you have to keep this up. We saw this in week one. It disappeared, and now it's back. So um, Andre said, by the way, Mean Green, welcome, brother. At least you're not a Calgary's fan, so you're cool in my book. There you go. You got the Andre shorter. And <laughs> said, Eagles won't. They didn't play anyone hard on the record this year. Dev made that comment, too. I think uh, – Minnesota now is probably the best team, one of the best teams they played um, all season. Uh, Marcus says, eagerly better when Jordan Davis comes back in two weeks. I was terrified when they picked drafted. We did a live stream here during the draft. And Jordan, when I saw Jordan Davis to the Eagles, I was just at the first first round, I think. First round, I think. Yeah, first I was, round. We, we moved like, up. Man. We, we moved up in front of um, get Baltimore. There you go. Baltimore was going to get them. Phil, give us your overreaction, man. Where, where's your head at right now? Um, the entire NFC East is going to the playoffs. Oof, it's possible. That's that's my overreaction. If we that play the way we did, like, if here's the thing, a lot of people, a lot of people going into this game, I had people tell me, "Well, we could be just very easily, you know, set four and five, one and eight. We could have lost to the Bears easily. We could have lost to the Colts easily. Could have lost to um, Jags. Jags. No, not the Jags. Who's the Who's the first team that, that Taylor beat? Um, God, why Bears can't I remember? Taylor Taylor beat um Chicago, right? No, no, that was, that was what a no, he beat Green Bay. Green Bay. Green Bay. Green Bay. People said we should we should have lost to Green Bay too. 
Um, Y'all should have beat the Vikings. If you think about it, right. we, should, we, we, had, we had an opportunity to beat the Vikings and the Titans. We could just as easily be 7-3 and three right now. Now, can right. you imagine? Because that doesn't affect anybody else in the NFC East. Can you imagine what the NFC East would look like if we were 7-3 and three right now? No. Can you imagine? I, 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 I can imagine that because Texas, now that you have – now, now that you have seven teams that go, can go into the playoffs, oh, one division alone can go into the playoffs. And I, just by you saying that, it's like, yep. especially if everyone splits in a division. See, yep. we got we, – we, look, we still have two games against the Giants who – the Giants been li- have been living on the better side of the same type of games we have where it's close. We've been splitting these close games. They haven't. Um, Minnesota hasn't. If we can learn to take some of these close games, we can easily split the Giants. Cowboys don't scare me if we play this way we did last night because I think I have thought that Philly was better than Dallas um, because they have a better offense. I think that if we play a game plan similar to what we saw last night going forward, you can be a little more dynamic with against some of the weaker defenses you play. None of the team we're not good enough to say any team in front of us is a cakewalk, which is actually good because it keeps you focused week to week. Ron even said he was going to get on some of the younger players being a little too excited to win last night. He says you got got a lot of football left. I think it is really plausible. You see the entire NFC East with ten wins. It's very easy to see that happening. When was, and then, when was the last time we saw that? You've never seen it. You've seen it with three teams go 10 wins. You saw that a lot, actually, in the 80s and early 90s. Three teams with 10 wins in the NFC East. Four? It could happen. And that would be amazing because that means that we were competitive in the toughest division in the NFL. We're competitive now. The entire division's at five hundred or, or better. I mean, say it's your worst team is five and five. That's impressive. We'd be winning the NFC South. Sure would. I mean, these are the things that make me go. Well, maybe we got a chance. Yep. Marcus says his own reaction. Players thinking we are Super Bowl contenders, and we overlook the Texans. That's right. Texans are playing hard, man. We can't can't lose that game. Yeah. I know it's Ron already game. addressed that. To give me, yeah, he said he had to put them in place. We have, he said, we have not yet arrived and stop acting like we have. Sure thing. <clears throat> Owen says, Who is Washington going to start when Wentz comes back? We were, we've been, this is the debate we've been having. And I think the consensus is if Wentz is declared healthy, which I believe he phys- technically is, you ride with, you ride with Heineke till he has a bad game, and then you, you play Wentz. I think we're so safe. His- we might already be under his 70% threshold for the money purposes. Mm-hmm. For the draft, no, you've been. You finna hear no, the uh, yeah. yeah, we need we're on a short week. We need more time to evaluate what the injury. That's seventeen games is like thirteen. There's no way he so can. I, I think you need to ride behind the key because here's the here's the problem. Close. Um, I wanted to. I was gonna bring this up if we had one anyway, but I'm gonna still bring this up. Taylor Heineke to me should should have been starting after that game he played against Tom Brady in the playoffs because. They should have won that game. They almost won that game. Um, you all, you all get some quality 
quarterbacks. And then y'all let them go. The one quarterback that I swear that y'all should have never let go to this day, and y'all probably going to hate me for this, but I thought he was an awesome quarterback to me, Jason Campbell. Y'all should have never let Jason Campbell go. Right? <laughs> I like Jason Campbell. I was actually oh, I was a Jason Campbell backer. I think yeah. that Jason Campbell got he got hit so much he became gun shy, and he did have the, arm the longest the arm looping whip. delivery ever. I mean, he brought that ball from here down to his hip, all the way back here, and yeah. then he threw it. He had I swear to God that guy got strip sacked with his hand out about here in the mid throw more than any quarterback I've ever seen. That's just a mechanics thing. I mean, you know, but that's a mechanics thing. I have serious problems with Taylor Heineke's mechanics, too. I liked Jason Campbell. I liked him because he was a big arm quarterback. He was a very typical Gibbs quarterback, too. Big arm, tall, stood in the pocket. Four he offensive he likes coordinators in his first five years. You go I back to college, go RG3. He, had, he had six offensive coordinators. His last two years of college, he had two offensive coordinators. So six offensive coordinators in five seven years, years total. For, seven, seven years, yeah. yeah crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. His best year was 2009 when he threw for yeah. 36-18, two, um, 20 touchdowns, and six – no, Seven? no, he, had, he actually had 15 interceptions. But um, he still had a decent year that year. Yeah. But um, I when they, when they let him go – because I always said this, back in the day, if you got shipped to Cleveland, you basically it would say your career was over. And I just felt like when he got to Cleveland, it was just yeah. a bad move for him. And I was just like, why did they let him go? And then L.A. When, or the Raiders, when, sorry. When, yeah, they went to the Raiders. Um, RG3, uh, I, I just thought RG3 had too much hype coming out of Baylor. Um, Kirk Cousins, Kirk, Kirk Cousins, he he just, they knew what they were getting out of Kirk because they were just like, hey, we're going to have Robert, we're going to have RG3, and then we're going to have Kirk Cousins on the back end. Kirk, Kirk Cousins and Kirk Cousins and general manager. Kirk, you guys for a while. Kirk, Kirk and the general manager just didn't get along at that time. Kirk and the coach didn't get along. Nobody so, get along. Nobody got along with the general manager, man. No, Bruce Allen and Jay Gruden. Neither one of them wanted Kirk. Jay Gruden, had a love affair with, Jay Gruden had a love affair with Colt McCoy. Because yes, every time I think of Kirk Cousins, I always will never forget December twenty sixth. 2015 Saturday Night Football. Oh, I won the division. It was the kneel down. It was the kneel down game, but we still came back and won. I, I, I was, was there. there. I was there too. <laughs> I was there with yeah. my wife, looking like a sad puppy. And I was like, you know what? It's fourth quarter. They're about to score again. We're going to the car, and we did. When Deshaun <laughs> had a big game, Deshaun had a Sean had a huge game. Yeah, we have Pierre um, Garcon on here talking about that one day. <laughs> We did, we did, we did. All right, Dev, let's let's keep 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 the show moving. Um, let's start with you. Good, bad, ugly, great, and then we'll get to uh, an award here in a second. Uh, the good is our defense, uh, great in four turnovers. That, actually, I think that, that's the great. I'll start backwards. The, the greatest of four. The good nobody's brought up is Tress Way basically saving the game, and no one's even thought about this. Dude saved about three bad long snaps on field goals. Y'all watch that. He caught like two up here and brought them back down. Another one he caught outside and brought it back in. He caught three, including the 58-yard kick in swirling wind by Joey Sly. So that's my good. Uh, the bad, Heineke underthrowing open touchdowns, man. Yep. We survived that shit today, but tomorrow, 
man, I'm telling you that that's the only thing I don't like about Haneke. I It's also the thing I do love about him. I love the fact that he believes his guys and will give him an opportunity. But damn it, sometimes you don't have to do that, man. Just win the game. You know how much we would have been, how hard a podcast this would have been today if he had, yeah. you know, just thrown those. If he had, if the dumbass Watkins just dropped them, gave them the ball back at the end of the game, how dumbass Heineke would have looked today, man. Like they would have, you wouldn't be able to get Wentz off the R fast enough if that had happened. So. Those, that's my good, bad, and my ugly, man. The ugly. What was your great? Turnover. What's that? Great. Great, great was the defense, four turnovers. Good was uh, Tressway catching those long snaps from the snapper. And then uh, the bad was obviously Taylor Heineken's okay. uh, whack-ass arm. He's like a great value Colt McCoy. <laughs> for those listening, put it, put yours in the chat. Good, bad, ugly, great in the chat. We'll we'll fill it, then we'll go over to Ming Green for uh, from an Eagles perspective, and I'll, and I'll close this one out. Go ahead, Phil. Good. Oh, man. The good was uh, Joey Sly hitting two 50-plus-yard field goals and uh, really, you know, until that you know last touchdown at the end, that was really your difference was Joey Sly hitting those field goals. Otherwise, we're down 21-20. Um, so, you, you know, that's good. The bad was yeah, – um, Taylor with some 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 underthrows, uh, for sure. Just just oh, those were um, those those were those were some bad throws. I mean, what? Luckily, because he's not throwing the ball that much, you don't see too much of it. Again, you mitigate the the the, the negatives. The ugly was some of the snaps, both Tyler Larson putting one over Heineke's head, and then. Um, Cheeseman with some high snaps on those field goals. Hey, by uh, the way, Duke look- said earlier. Duke said earlier on that on that snap that somebody had said uh, uh, that Wentz wouldn't have got that back. He's not athletic enough to think about turning around. Man, Wentz is six five. It wouldn't have went over his head. Shut the fuck up. That's dumb. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, let's do There's truth you to this. There's, there, there's truth to this. I mean, it wouldn't but work. anyway, just this, the, the 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 deep snapping was kind of ugly last night. Um, the great. What she said. Time of possession on both sides. You know that's a that and that's a team game because of the defense getting off the field quickly. It was the offense maintaining drives, and it was you know Philly never got into a rhythm because of it. And if Philly is a rhythm team, if they once they start feeling it, it's just boom, boom, boom. Yeah. They didn't get that. All right. And that is a team effort, all right? That is team effort. So I can't even say it's one side, one group. The ball control aspect, and that is a unified group because this was the ultimate in a team win. It was a great running game. B-Rob, Antonio Gibson, they combined for 40 carries last night. 40, all right? That's how you keep the ball out of the the opposing offense's hands. It also helps when your defense – Gets the opposing offense off the field, whether by forcing fumbles, forcing punts, whatever the case may be. So the great, the ball control. There we go. Mean Green, give it, give it to us from an Eagles perspective. Oh gosh, you really want this? 
Um, the good was um, quite honestly, it wasn't really anything good. <laughs> but no, seriously, um, the good was Jalen Hurts. Um, yep. Jalen Hurts just continuing to, you know, be who he is, showing that he he is showing that he had put in the work of being, you know, a, a good quarterback this year and showing that he has put in the work of, you know, making sure that he's fundamentally putting the ball where it needs to be. The bad was the bad was the turnovers and the penalties. Yeah. But the bad, that was the bad. The ugly was the defense. The the, the defense looked ugly. Because they had they, they were the ones that committed most of the penalties and they just could not stop the run. They could they just could not stop the run. And um what what was the great what was great about it? Kind of great. Uh, well, the, the the great the greatest that they didn't let this they didn't let this um, beat them down. Yeah, I will say that the great about this was they said, you know what, we took this one on the chin, we got knocked out. You know, hey, we lost the belt. You know, we're gonna go back out there and and keep on fighting. That's the one thing I can say about it. You know, being great. You know, yep. they didn't let this bring them down. This is a, this is this is a thinking segment. Even if in the worst of days, we still try to try to come up with the great. Uh, Marcus <laughs> says, "Good, our coach is calling a good game. Bad, Heineke turning the ball over. Great defense turning the ball over, and Joey Sly." Owen says, "The Somebody good for this game is your- Morris, By the way, yeah, well, we game balls. Oh. Owen says, the good thing this game is your O-line. The great is your kicker, 58 and 55. That's correct. And Owen says, there's no good or great for the from an Eagles perspective. The, the really, really, really bad was the run deep for the defense. <laughs> um, Aaron said, great defense, good Heineke right, saving right. that high snap. Key point in the game that would have been down 21-7, ugly. Yeah, the ref's bad when Turner started getting cute with the play calling. There was a couple times you're like, Scott, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> Why? I don't mind Why? doing it on occasion because sometimes it works. Why? You get things like a tight end reverse, like yeah. we saw against Minnesota. Yep. Uh, my my good is a time of possession, just like you said, Phil. That was you know the total time possession um, for us was forty twenty four to nineteen thirty six. That's double. That's that's just a winning formula. Hold that thought. The bad was Deb said it. Taylor's underthrowing and Taylor's ability. Lots of ducks over the middle. Lots of lots of balls sailing. I'm shocked that. There wasn't a couple more picks. The ugly, I'm not it, it, premature celebrating. Not the locker room, but the locker room. What made me trigger this is celebrating, happy, all that time possession, the the huge amount of running attempts that you just talked about, Phil. Uh, the total amount of, of <clears throat> running attempts we had, 49 to their 20. Uh, total amount of plays we had to theirs was great. But even still, with one minute and 59 seconds left, we we still had the opportunity to lose this game. It, it still almost happened when uh, we had the fumble. Excuse me, when when Quez Watkins fumbled that ball it, with uh, five minutes and 42 seconds left. For all we know, Philly could have gone down and scored on that, on that drive, and it would have been right. crazy. So we think we played a fantastic game. Philly played a not-so-good game, but with less than five minutes to go, it's a one-score possession. So we're not as good as we think we are. We're happy we beat the eight note Eagles, but let's not get too too crazy here. Even we play our best game of the season, they still can I I make you feel a little bit better about that, Steve? Yes, please do. Okay. (laughs) But my greatest Joey slide fifty yard field goal. Okay, I'm gonna make you feel a little bit better about this. Anybody else may feel this way too. 
I have watched probably more. I've gone back and watched more classic Redskins games than probably anybody in the comments, on this channel, anything. Because I'm a nerd and that's what I do. This was, okay, we, we think about how dominant the, the, the team was like in the 80s and the early 90s under Gibbs. We won a lot of games exactly like this, especially against teams like Philly, where it's like, you look at it like, we should have won this game by more. You know, <laughs> looking at, you know, you, you, you had 40 minutes of time possession. You only won by, you know, you only created a margin because you got that, that, that you know, a touchdown on a flute play like that. You saw that a lot like with Gibbs where they would dominate teams but only win by one score, maybe by eight or nine. But nonetheless – it's still a dominating performance that puts the other team in position where they have to do something big to win. So let's that, that that was, that was very much like, that's very much how we saw. I mean, look, three and a half yards of carry. That's how, that's how we won. Yeah, that's true. You can feel better. You can feel better because you realize that even though the score doesn't reflect, Oh my God, we went out there and beat them 40 to nothing. And it's always fun. But you're not going to get that in division games like this. We're yeah. and we're not built to do that. So we let's. This, this is a dominating win in terms of how you played the game. And when we play lesser opponents than the Eagles, you play this way, you will win by two scores, three scores, just off of the fact that your intensity and your play did not decrease, but the quality of your opponent did. Yep. So we, we may see. Now I'm not saying we're going to blow anybody out, but you may see it. Later this season, if we keep statistically speaking, though, I well, Scott Taylor will probably throw for 40 yards, 40 attempts next game because that's what Scott does. I don't know, we'll see. All right, let's move on to our next segment. Don't listen to him, Scott. Don't listen to him. (laughs) Next segment, let's turn this over to Dev, and we're gonna head out an award. And to do that, we'll introduce the new segment called. The Glock Dookie Award. Glock Dookie. So if you guys have your own version of a Glock Dookie Award, you think this award should go to, put it down in the chat. Dev, you got the mic. Glock Dookie Award winner is easy this week, man. It is definitely Brandon Graham. You dumb ass. I I don't (laughs) explain. <laughs> I felt I heard a theory about it today on Twitter said that he looked like he was just trying to touch him to get that sack. You know what I'm saying? Because he's the closest man to the guy. But I'm like, dude, he's on the ground. Not only he slide to give up or sit down to give up, one guy had already touched him and he took another knee and then he went, you know, it wasn't egregious and I feel bad because I really don't, I really hate that the game ended like that. But I love that the game ended like that, man. It's just, it's just such a dumbass way to lose. You know what I'm saying? And 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 really, that's that's why I said to you earlier, Green, that Philly is still better than Washington, man. Just because they lost to us doesn't mean anything, man. Because really, two just dumbasses why you guys lost. Fumbling balls that are wild with touchdowns or are definitely forty yard bombs, and then you slide and hit the quarterback who's just sitting there to waste time. Like you deserve to lose. When that happens, 
That's the kind of ways we lose. You know what I'm saying? Y'all out Washington, Washington. And we out Philly, Philly. That's how we won. It's really weird. But I'll tell you. I'm I'm surprised you chose that one because I my my Glock Dookie Award was Jonathan Gannon. Jonathan. <laughs> You're a defensive coordinator, right? Yep. Uh, you think so? What, I mean, what could he have done differently? He could have he he could have had a better game plan on stopping a run. Yeah. He could have like, made sure like... that his. While we're at it, though. Let's let's look at this last last. Oh play. God, we got to relive this. <laughs> yes. Look, he's already down. Look, the first right guy touched him. The end. He is down. Like, tough what call. is this extra? I mean, a tough call. call he, he, it. It's the right call, but yeah. you can see that. Yeah, look, it's over. He gave himself he, up. Brandon Graham. The game's on the line. He's trying to make. He a knew play, immediately. He slid like and looked up at the dude. One, two, Look, you got me. You got me. Does give himself up. Look at that, Moxie. Look at that, Moxie. The, white the, the, the problem, though, is – have a running joke on here, Ian Green. The only white guys get moxie. They only, <laughs> they're the only ones with that adjective. you never seen a black guy do anything. He has moxie. Nobody says Lamar no. Jackson has moxie. <laughs> nope. Just – Taylor Heineke looked like Bobby Boucher when he was getting up, you know, after that excitement. Slap hands! Slap hands! <laughs> the problem was, though, a lot of people on Twitter were talking about this, and you could hear it if you listen closely in that clip. The whistle didn't blow until after Brandon Grant hit him. So initially people were saying he was playing for the whistle and he came around the corner late. He might not have seen himself, seen Taylor take a knee that he thought maybe he was trying to get up. And that's why he he went after him, but had to let up at the last second. So I don't bottom know. line is this. I mean, yes, you play to the whistle blows, you know, but if he's if he takes a knee, you yeah. stop. If it. he all of a sudden decides to get back up, you're close enough to hit him back down anyway. So it's it's just it's it's one of the things where it's just like damn if you do, damn if you don't. But at the it end is. of the day, my award still goes out to Jonathan Gannon because he just called your comment his, for you. There you go. He he called a pissed ass defensive <laughs> game, yeah. and it is what it is. Oh man, that's awesome. All right, last segment here. Let's give out some game balls. Um I mean, we're going to start with you. Let's give us some Philadelphia game. Well, give us one for your offense and one for your defense. So um, <laughs> this is an easy one, giving a game ball to Jalen Hurts on the offense. And um, I'm giving the defense a game ball. I'm giving it to um, C.J. Garner because yeah. he, he's got six picks in, in, in the last five games. He's balling out. He's you know, it was, a, it was a late trade that we picked up, you know, before the, um, the regular season even started. Like, he didn't even get a chance to play with him in training camp. And um, the fact that he has bought into the system and he's doing what he has to do is freaking phenomenal. He's going to cost some money, so hopefully we can keep him. But at the end of the day, he he's looking like a Pro Bowl safety right now, and that's one of the things that we've missed. Because he's a rental. What are y'all right? going to pay uh, Hurts, man? He up next year? He wasn't a first round pick. He didn't get the he didn't get the fifth year option, right? Um, so he didn't get the fifth year option. He is up next year, but the way that they're talking right now, because he's doing a phenomenal job this year, they're talking about giving him an extension after the end of this year. Well, he he was in the 2020 draft, second round. Yeah. So 2020, 21. Just one more year. One more year. Next year. Next year. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Next year is his um is his final year, you know, but they're talking about giving him an extension um after this all after the season. Expensive, boy. He's gonna be expensive. 
Phil, like, who you gonna... he's already he's already got um he's already got promotions. He's got Columbia, you know. So you know he got the jackets going on right now. So yeah, he ain't taking, oh, he he got, ain't taking no old pay line cut, jacket. Bro. I saw the commercial. He ain't taking no pay cut. I seen that too. The little. What are you smiling at? I see the commercial was pretty funny. I ain't gonna lie. I, I like Hurts, man. I've been a Hurts fan since uh, Alabama, man. I got. I'm not gonna lie though. Um, I was. I thought that Hurts. I didn't think Hurts would be good at Alabama. I thought he was at Alabama. I was like, no way, this guy goes to the NFL as a quarterback. Probably is gonna go play something else. And then when he went to Oklahoma, I was like, you know, he might can play a little bit. And then I hope we drafted him. We didn't, obviously. But uh, yeah, I do like. I do like Hurts. Okay, Phil, game balls. Um, I want to give one to Brian Robinson Jr. He Rob. Now I know people are going to say, "Well, twenty-six carries, he only had eighty-six yards." I am going to remind you of something. All right, and I'm going to pull up this number because I I want to make sure I state this correctly. All right, back in 2012. The first game we saw with one Alfred Morris, right? When everybody everybody was like, oh, my God, we got a running back. He had 28 for 96. So, you know, which is not – you would think with 28 carries he'd have more. But we all went nuts because we're like, hey, look at this guy. You don't have to put up a ton of rushing yards to be effective. His runs were effective. They were moving – forward you were getting first down you were converting third and two into first down you were converting third and one to first down by running the ball which is something that we have not done we've always thrown the ball because scott turner's an idiot but he wasn't an idiot last night he knew he had a guy he knew he could do it and guess what you did it you get those tough yards like i've been telling people john reagan's made a living off of three and a half yards to carry you can do this yeah all right and I will take those tough yards. And the fact that all of his runs were tough runs, it's not like he was he was getting outside and going out of bounds, you know, just barely getting touched. No, he was getting hit. He was getting and he was keeping guys on, on the line. every play. That beats on you and have that kind of endurance. You get game ball for me any day. There you go. What about who you see on defense? Oh, shoot, defense. I didn't even think of that. I was so hyped about defense. <laughs> Derek Forrest. Derek Forrest, good. That's a good one. Derek Forrest had uh, a pick, fumble recovery. You get two turnovers on defense. You're getting a game ball uh, for sure. So, yeah, Derek Forrest. Derek Forrest is a big play guy. I'm glad he's back because he does give our secondary big play ability that they do not have without him. Like, just – Somebody who's not necessarily, you know, he's ball hawking. He always finds himself around the ball, whether it's you know, defending passes, whether it's making tackles, timing hits, blowing dudes up. I mean, that's just Derek Forrest is a is a, is a playmaking safety for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, not the fastest guy, but he makes those plays, and 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 I, I I'm big fan of Derek Forrest, and I'm hoping and I believe this will continue and. As he gets more and more time on the field, remember, he's still young. More and more time on the field, he's going to be getting even smarter about reading coverages, catching routes, and all that. You're going to see more plays like that. Yep. Aaron Damon Davis on defense. Owen says CJ is our safety for the next four years. You got to find, you got to pay him. Yeah. You got to pay him. Owen's is right about that one. You got to pay him. 
And then uh, Aaron says, so defense for Jamin Davis, offense, Terry or B-Rob pick one. Uh, Marcus said, game ball goes to Ron Rivera because he had to deal with his mother's passing and some more controversy with Tan Snyder. He deserved all the game balls. That's that's a good point. Good point. And our man, Paulie from the 757 Tidewater area. F you, Paulie. Hey, thanks for joining, man. We appreciate you. Man, <laughs> man, love you. Uh, Dev, game balls. Unmute. Oh, man. Um, game balls. I'm going to go offensively. I'm going to go with uh, Joey Salah, basically. That's, de- that's defense. No, Joey Salah is a kicker. That's offense. I'm going by fantasy where it's defense slash special teams, but it's your game balls. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm going with Joey Sly. Fuck, what? forget your rules, Steve. I don't know. This <laughs> it's is your not, game ball, style, bro. This is yours. This ain't I'm a style. I got. I got to say so. This is your. No. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with Joey Sly on offense and on defense. I don't want to use the same one Bill did, even though I said his name first. No, nah. but I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with pain, man. Uh, a lot of pressure up the middle. Uh, did a pretty good job against the run, man. For the most part, I think most of Philly's uh, running yards came in the second half, and there was like a couple of just decent ones. Nothing that that stumped us out. I was surprised at how little Hurts used his legs against us. I think yeah. some of that happened to be because of the pressure of the middle from Payne and Allen. So I'm gonna go Payne. That's fair. Okay, I'm gonna go with offensive Terry. Uh, nobody said Terry. He was Terry, eight receptions, 28 yards, had that 41-yard bomb. Mar- Marcus targets. Huh? Marcus said I know Marcus. I mean, I mean internally, I saw here. And then defense, I was going to say Joey Sly, defensive slash special teams. But since you gave, you know, Sly and his big old family stones a, a, a game ball, I'm going to go on Jamin Davis, man. Yes, he had the face mask at the end. It didn't get called. No, he didn't. What face mask? I ain't seen what? him call. <laughs> he played a hell of a game. He's finally coming in his own. He's finally learning the ball. He played great in the obstacle. Holcomb led the team in tackles, and he's starting to call the plays on defense too. So it was nice <clears> to <throat> see him, you know, show up like that. Uh, Paulie says Forrest Curl McCain played all defensive snaps. I didn't know that. Just so you know, because I've been screaming for us to run this game plan for weeks, and just proved that it works. I'm going to give never. this Washington game ball to Scott Turner. To me, <laughs> with your name, not my name on it. <laughs> Owen says, "Scary Terry, the Eagle Killer." Yeah, so I, I, I called it. I've been telling y'all this is how you win. Like one in nine is Eagles. Period. <laughs> Especially with Taylor Heineke right here. Make me offensive we coordinator. Like, damn it! Did you get one of those new Taylor Heineke shirts, Steve? You order one? I'm not getting. No, I'm. I good. I got my legend Taylor Heineke. I'm good to go. I don't need any more shirts. I, thought, Taylor Hardy. I, I got, I got all the all the Taylor shirts I need, man. I got all the Taylor shirts. Thought you were gonna break it out today, see. No, I'm good. I because he didn't have a good game. Why would I do that? It's only if he's got a good game. I would I wouldn't do it if he didn't. But hey, we're bringing this one to a close. I want to thank everyone for tuning in tonight. Big shout outs to everyone who joined the chat. You can say Holly, Aaron Scherer, Owen Meehan, Marcus Edelin, Jesse Caldwell, Andre Shorter, Ben Harlow, Josh Kirby, Chris McDaniel, Mr. Titan, Jason Horn, Jimmy Lee Patterson, and uh, I don't know if I said Chris McDaniel, I missed that or not. And shout out to our boy uh, Terrence Perry, Mean Green. Thank you for thanks for kicking it with, with us, man. It's, it's always good to kick it with another fellow NFC East fan. Our games are done for the year. Uh, we split one and one. 
you know, I guess that's the best we could both ask for. We both have different paths to go on to get to the end of the season. So I don't know, maybe the best team finish right now. I, I would love to see the odds of, of you guys winning the division versus everyone else. It's still got to be pretty damn high as opposed to everyone else. But hey, best of luck to you guys. And maybe we'll see you in the postseason. Or, or it is possible. We'll see if you if we end up seeing you guys for the, 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 the divisional championship, we got some problems. You guys got some problems, uh, but yeah, you got any shout outs to give before we uh close out? Yeah, man. Um, shout out to my lovely wife, Adrian. Shout out to my family who is on here supporting me, my sister in law, my nephew. Um, shout out to my buddies on Eagles Nation. Um, we'll go ahead, we'll post the link in the um in the comments below. Go ahead, hit us up. We talk football, basketball, everything. Yeah. Um, it doesn't matter what team you are. We just like to you know shoot the breeze with everyone around there and everything. Um, but um, again, prayers go out to the families and the victims in Virginia, most definitely. And um, shout out to my buddy Steve. Thank you again for allowing me to, you know, be on here. Phil, Dev, it's been an awesome pleasure, man. Hopefully, I hope we can, you know, kick it again on doing some like barbershop chats and everything oh, yeah. because uh, I, yeah. I freaking enjoy this, up. man. This, this this is this is freaking awesome, man. I I really enjoy this, man. This yeah. is fun. We'll do it. Owen says, Steve, great job with you and your buddies. I'll be back next Eagles game. <laughs> All right, there you go. Best of luck to you guys. I got, a, Deb, I got, got a, a shout out to. Uh, I got a shout out to uh, Governor Andy Sheriff for making our state legal. January the first, motherfucker. Just wait. <laughs> All right, but you know, <laughs> it's only for med- it's only for medical. But you know, luckily for me, I have sickle cell. You got to be black to have that. Born forever. But we are uh, definitely. <laughs> One of y'all got sickle right, or something? Yeah. <laughs> Dang, Pac. Oh, yeah, you, you see how he hit me? You see how he hit me when it hit him up? You see how he hit me when it hit him up? One of y'all got sickle cell or something. I hope we don't get, you know, I hope the Mean Green podcast don't, you know, write a diss song about us. They're going to bring up my other <laughs> afflictions. But yeah, shout out to Governor Brashears, man. Medical marijuana coming soon to Kentucky January 1st. Can't wait. Not that it mattered to me anyways. <laughs> I smoked anyways. What I meant by that. But, um. Black home. Hey, hey, hey. That's it. Smoke weed every day. Yeah. <laughs> every day and night. That's why he wants to move Cam Sims to safety. <laughs> Still want to move Cam Sims to safety. History there. You got any shout outs, Dev? You doing? He did. He got the governor. Yeah, Governor Bashir's man. That's the guy. Uncle Uncle L, Governor. What is his name? Big L. All right, all right, Phil, what you got? Uh, first of all, shout out to Terrence for joining us once again. Always fun to have uh an Eagles fan on here that I can actually, you know, coexist with. It's not frequent. Uh <laughs> <laughs> um shout out to shout out to the Heineken Hive. Um Whatever you see in fifty-eight percent completion percentage, uh, that that makes you think that he is is Jesus Christ reincarnated, the second coming. Uh, you know, it, it's always nice to see people happy. We should all be happy. So shout out to y'all. Shout out to the entire family. This this was a team win. This should be a fan based win. All right. 
shout out to uh, also my lovely girlfriend who uh, had to put up with me not talking to her last night because I was too busy watching the game. <laughs> Shame on you. My silence, my silence was was because of just me being focused. So, shout out to her, um, working hard, taking care of people's vision. So, uh, yeah, those are my shout outs for the evening. Cool, cool, cool. That's All right, well, don't mean green. Uh, Phil married a spa, so. We're what? all tapped. We're all bugged <laughs> now. We're all you're caught on the Operation Pegasus or whatever that thing was on the Snowden thing. <laughs> I watched Spa oh, man. You seen Born Supremacy? I have. I, that's why oh, I just, yeah, I, yeah. That's Phil, man. Hey, Andre says, shout out to Jeff Cage. You're a bitch and you know it. So that's an inside joke. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. There's 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 history with this. It's with this. Jeff Cage is going on like if you say anything bad about uh, Taylor Heineke, like oh. he 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 said that that oh Carson Wentz is your man crush, and, and and he makes me say things that like I don't want to say because now I'm deriding my fans, my fellow fans, my and, and right now the starting quarterback of my team. But I told him I said, dude, I said if people like you, I said I swear to God. Y'all just love Taylor Heineke because he's got a limp arm and, and it's just like the limp sticks you like holding in your mouth. I mean, I said that to Jeff Cage. Whoa, <laughs> man. Change the channel. What if this happened? We just you got put the women and kids to bed. But, but I mean, it's like dudes like that, just like you bring out the worst to me. Don't do that. Yeah. Makes it Don't hard to run a force sometimes. I mean, you, need to watch, it, you need to watch Black Panther, man. You got to control your anger, man. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to be consumed with vengeance, bro. Bro. Namor taught me that. I'm, I'm I'm Red Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Red Hulk. I'll be like Namor. It's deep. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll be back Thursday night for our live stream. We'll be previewing the Houston Texans game uh, for a Sunday performance against Big Giraffe Neck Davis Mills and Damian Pierce down in Houston. We'll be taking this show to Houston and seeing how we do down there. I'm I don't know what the opening line is, but we shall see. Oh, you, let's find out. Who you guys got next week, um, Terrence? Oh, we got Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Uh, Matt Ryan back in the Don't let Jeff him go to it, man. He cannot go to it, though. From the TV booth to the to the field, he can't go through it. Up. Shocker! You want to hear the shock of the shock, shock of the hour? That Houston is favored to win this game. We are uh, we are opening as three point favorites. What? We're definitely losing. We are definitely losing Sunday. For sure. Yikes! And that's Just, in Houston. Take so away the three point, point six point favorites. Yikes! Well, but maybe, maybe yesterday's game changed it. But hey, we appreciate everyone for listening. Uh, we are on all your audio podcast platforms, Google, Apple, Spotify, Odyssey. Go hit the YouTube channel. Hit that like and subscribe button. We really appreciate it as we help the channel grow. Uh, almost at 1,000 subs. So thank you for all the love and support. Uh, go listen to that, that audio podcast. So when you're commuting, you're on the metro, you're on a train, you're on a plane, download it, listen to it. It's fun. It's always fun to listen to on the replay. Uh, the live show is always great, but so is the audio uh, afterwards. So, hey, we appreciate everyone for the love and support. We'll see you guys Thursday night. Uh, thank you for me and Green for tuning in or for joining us. Uh, please tune in uh, Thursday. And uh, as always, we love you. Peace and hail. We out. Hey.